Howdy, my name is Zeke. I'm here with Rick Edelstein, who is CEO and lead developer for Cicada Security Technologies. We're here today for the Cicada Security Podcast. In a nutshell, Rick, how would you describe the Cicada? The Cicada is a security technology which protects uh, computers and data from theft and tamper. Uh, for uh, the, the importance of this being that as um, the cost of computers goes down, uh, the concern isn't always so much the asset, but the concern is a lot about the exposure of confidential information. And time and again, people, despite policy and best practice, will leave a computer un uh, unlocked and logged in and active, and they'd step away from it. Even if it's just for a few seconds, they say, I'll be right back. The problem is, is threat can occur at any time. So um, theft being, you know, the elimination, the computer's gone, you come back, you go, oh crud, my computer's missing. Uh, very evident. Tamper being uh, manipulation or uh, manipulation or copying of data without your knowledge, um, which is far more dangerous. So um, if we're in an environment, let's say healthcare, financial, tactical, government, whatever, um, you know, in many cases, there's um, privacy compliance regulations which require that this information be protected. And uh, if a data breach exposure occurs, there's you have to make a mandatory disclosure in many cases. Um, this is all very bad stuff. And not only that, the stuff that was confidential is now in the hands of somebody yes. unknown. It's no longer confidential. No longer confidential and potentially compromised. So this is where the cicada really fits in. And this past week, um, we've done a lot of talking about this. Uh, I spent my past week in D.C. talking to uh, government contractors uh, as well as people in government about the importance of the cicada. And it's really interesting when you're sitting there chatting with, uh, with people who are in an environment where there's a strong appreciation for the confidentiality of information and you start talking about what the cicada does, how fast the aha moment occurs, that moment when somebody goes, oh man, this is a huge vulnerability and nobody's been addressing it. So, you know, look at, you know, when we talk physical threat or theft and tamper, people automatically think of cable locks or other type of physical security. And um, what we start, you know, what we're seeing here is a lot of environments where these government offices are reducing their footprint and they're pushing a lot of telecommuters out into the, into the open world. And, the, you know, when we have a computer that's in the office environment, we know that, you know, what our what our security practices are. We know that there's a guard at the door and there's a lock on the office, etc. Um, but when the, you have a person who's telecommuting, they could be at home, which is relatively a safe place, or they could be in a coffee shop, a library, an airport, or any other public or semi-public place. And the problem we have here is you've just extended your security perimeter to a device which may not be as physically secured as your own office. So with the Cicada, what we do is we give those in the who are managing the security of these environments the ability to enforce specific levels of physical security. So what we can say is before the workstation can access the trusted environment, the station has to have a cicada installed and it has to be set up to a specific policy. So this makes sure that the any device which is using or in contact with your secure information is protected. The same goes for you also want to make sure that that station is up to date in its antivirus, data loss prevention technologies, malware protection, etc., and a firewall. So there's a lot of t there's a lot of ways to do this. Uh, one of the premier solutions, though, they're one of the better solutions 
is uh, a platform called Oasis produced by a company called OpSWAT out of San Francisco. And what's important about uh, the Oasis plat framework is that um, a large percentage of the perimeter security appliances out there in the gate authentication gateways have the Oasis framework in it. And what will happen is when a untrusted computer, so a user out in the wild, wants to connect to your secure trusted network, uh, what the OASIS will do is it will check that station to make sure that its antivirus is up to date, that its security posture is up to date, and in tune with what your minimum security requirements are. And it doesn't matter if you're using McAfee or Avast or Symantec as your antivirus. What it does is it recognizes all of them and it will validate whether it's it's up to date in each one of those frameworks. And if and it will also include the cicada in, in a short while from now. So what it will be able to do is it will be able to not only detect whether everything's up to date, it will also be able to validate cicada present, the serial number of the cicada matches the user's ID, and the, the policy of the cicada security or the physical security in the station is up to spec. And so this is, uh, you know, this is something very important. And we saw a lot of really receptive uh, the people that we met with in D.C. on this. Um, we're doing this again at the end of this month. We're going to be at the FCA conference in San Diego, which is a large uh, military conference, and uh, we'll be at RSA in February, and then um, we're uh, planning on attending the uh, Counterterrorism Expo in London in April. So it's, uh, it's very enjoyable talking to an audience where people, you know, rapidly understand the importance of this, realize of their vulnerabilities and have a lot of interest in the technology. Any, anybody specific that you met with down in DC? Uh, I can't, I'm not going to mention names, but uh, um, let's put it this way: it's, uh, we met with a number of a large number of some of the pri of the primary contractors, and these would uh, fall into the categories of companies like Thales, uh, Raytheon, Boeing, uh, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, General Dynamics. So this type of class of uh, those are the primaries, and then you have the a lot of secondary contractors. Uh, ones that have a bit more agility in uh, delivering um, more focused or smaller uh, mandates, or not so much smaller, but for departments which aren't aren't of uh, aren't engaged with some of the primaries. So yeah, we met with uh, I must have met with close to about 70, 80 people that was down Is this there. Part of a trade show or no? It's a trade mission. Trade this mission. one we did with Department of Foreign Affairs. And this past October, we did one with uh, the MDEIE, which is the Quebec government's economic development group. So it was all cool. Lots of fun. How, how did the federal government compare to the provincial government? Wow, that's a that's a really interesting question. It was a different. Um, it was a different different group of uh, of uh, participants in the mission. Uh, we developed a lot of good relationships with the Quebec uh, mission, um, but with the Government of Canada mission, uh, we had a lot more face-to-face -face with the uh, primaries and secondaries. Um, it really wasn't so much a difference, it was uh, more in the relationships that the trade commissioners had with uh, those in that region. And so it was very evident that the relationships that uh, the MDEIE had uh, with uh, their, uh, their base was different from uh, the ones that the Government of Canada had with their, uh, with their prospect base. But uh, I'd have to say, in this mission, uh, we came back with 
a lot of actionable opportunities um, on the table. And so this week I'm spending a lot of time focusing on uh, uh, responding to these. But it was really funny. I went uh, visited with the folks at the Quebec Mission uh, while I was down there, and I uh, we were discussing some follow-up from our original uh, visit. And, you know, I'm walking through the office, and, well, I know a number of the people from the last time I was down there, and uh, I'm going to, uh, going to, I get to the last office, which is this, the one of Rafael Bosquez, who's, uh, who I was working with, and he introduces me to his, um, to his attaché for uh, science and technology from Quebec, and he says, I want to introduce you to Julie Payette, our attaché for uh, science and technology, and I met Julie at the, um, at the C2MTL, and I've seen her speak before, and I said to her, I said, are you down here often? She says, what do you mean down here often? I live here. So I guess, you know, after, you know, life after space, yes. she's now, uh, she's now representing Quebec as so our I'd scientific say, attaché. I'd say DC is way better than Houston. Yeah, probably, mm -hmm. I and, guess. And, and way better than the South Shore. Well, it depends on what your project is, right? Her, I guess her goal is to develop uh, Quebec's presence as a, uh, a uh, in uh, the science and technology community. Mm -hmm. And being a former astronaut, and some of this it was perfect, uh, perfect posting. Yeah, it's, they're, they're just the former astronauts that tend to either in Canada end up in Longay, yeah. or Broussard, or uh, one of the states down in Houston. Well, there's also Mark Garneau, who's, mm -hmm. who's around here too. Who was well, he in the high bar. Yeah, right. That's true. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Closer than beyond DC, you're going to San Diego at the end of the month? Uh, San Diego is the end of this month, yeah. Okay, and then London in April? April, right. That sounds and very cool. RSA San Francisco oh, in uh, February. Okay, San Francisco yeah. So I was talking about proselytizing the, the word of cicada. Mm -hmm. uh, people are starting to get it. Um, we're starting also our uh, KICP program. Uh, KICP is the Canadian Innovation Commercialization Program. It's a program we were accepted into in, I think, June of this uh, past year. Um, things don't move very quickly, but uh, we'll be doing our evaluations uh, with the uh, Department of the Canadian Government in the next few weeks. So uh, they're going to be uh, testing the uh, cicada within the Canadian Government. And then depending upon the outcome, the PWGSC, which is Public Works Government Services Canada, will be presenting the uh, cicada through uh, the government departments for the values that they see it being important to fulfill. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Okay, cool. Thank you. We'll be back next week for the Cicada Security Podcast. Thank you.